So I want to I wanna share something. I want to give you a picture to reinforce something I shared earlier this year. And um, because I think it's really, really important what the Lord's doing right now. You got five minutes for a nugget? Let me give you a nugget, all right? Proverbs 3 says, God founded the earth in wisdom. He established it in understanding. And in knowledge came the dew. The Passion Translation says in that, in that scripture that in wisdom he architected the earth. And that in understanding, he built the earth. And in knowledge came multiplication. Isn't that interesting? So the Lord, uh, I need some need some help. You guys want to help me? Why don't three of you come here? Mary, why don't you help me real quick too? Actually, I'll take you three ladies first. Rock, I'll get you in a second. Just stand in a row for me real quick. You guys don't have to do anything. You're just going to stand here. And be amazing like you already are. Everyone say hello, ladies. You're amazing. Are we thankful for them? Yeah. And so um, I shared earlier this year about, um, about divine intelligence. And divine intelligence has six components, all right? Six components. We're gonna, I want to hit this real quick because I want to add a piece to this. And then we're going to dive into this pretty heavy next week, all right? And so first thing that happens in, in the process of how God moves or how God thinks is that everything starts with love. Everyone say love. Yeah. In love, we have an encounter. In love, we find out who he is. And in love, we find out who we are. Yeah? Powerful. Everyone say number one. Love. All right. Number two is hope. All right? So we know that Paul said that, you know, faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love. So we know that hope is next because we know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, right? So hope has to come next in that list. What is hope? Hope is my ability to perceive something in the future that's good. It's a trust position that in my future, good is coming. But hope doesn't always know exactly what it is, does it? So hope doesn't declare specifically what's going to happen. Hope says, I trust that something is about to work out for my good. Can I get a big amen? And so now I have an encounter with love, and I begin to see the future differently that then allows me to align myself into a position of faith. Everyone say number three, faith. Number three, faith. So what does faith do? Faith takes the substance of hope and turns it into a promise because faith comes by Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Anybody who has faith has also heard, right? And so because they've heard from the Lord, they can now take what they've heard, align it with their hope, and begin to make a declaration or align themselves with a promise. Can I get an amen? Is this all right? And so what we know about these three steps is also all three of them work in the unseen realm. They're all subjective. They're all unmeasurable. We can't see them. We can experience them. We can sense them, don't we? We sense faith. We sense hope. We sense love. And so there's like um, 
And so there's kind of this, this barrier, you know, the, the veil, if you will, between the supernatural, no, no, that's the wrong word. There's a veil between the unseen and the seen. Hebrews 11 tells us that God framed the world with his words, and he made that which was seen from the unseen. And so in love, hope, and faith, God created with his words from the unseen, and he made something in the seen. Yeah? All right, Rocky, if I could grab you now. Come on, Dr. Sonny. Come on, Val. Come on down here. Amazing. And so, in Proverbs chapter 3, it says that God founded the earth with wisdom. Everyone say wisdom. And then he established the earth with understanding. That then allowed for the dew to multiply through knowledge. Knowledge. So we have wisdom, number four. Understanding, number five. And knowledge, number six. I believe these are the six experiences of how heaven transforms from an inspiration all the way to a manifestation. Yeah? And so I've met a lot of people who are like, I had an encounter with God and I found out I'm loved and it's like, and then something good's about to happen. Isn't life amazing? Have a hope encounter and then they step into faith and in faith, they're like, and the world is going to be transformed. And then they stay right here. They stay in the unseen place. It doesn't say that God founded the heavens in wisdom. He founded the earth in wisdom. So right here, this is a heavenly reality. That then allows us to take what we've gained in a heavenly reality and begin to manifest it into an earthly experience. Does that make sense? And so wisdom is how to do things. It's the architecture. It's the blueprints. Understanding is the builder's anointing. And knowledge is your profitability or your multiplication. Now the thing that we have to understand is that when God does it, how many know it's supernatural? So the major shift that's beginning to happen is we believe that love is supernatural, hope and faith. We're like, that's for sure supernatural. But when we talk about wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, we're just like, well, I just need to get smarter. It's like, where'd you get that love at? Oh, let me introduce you to the person of love. Why are you so hopeful? Let me tell you about my good father. How do you have so much faith? Let me tell you about my savior. How'd you get so much wisdom? Well, in 1984, I made this decision, and, uh, you know, I did one, two, three, and then I learned a few things, and, you know, in 1992, I did this, and then, and all of a sudden, we get a resume. For some reason, we have not believed that wisdom, understanding, and knowledge could be supernatural. And the blood of Jesus that makes love, hope, and faith possible, the connection, the redemption of the new heart, the new mind, and the new spirit is the same substance we connect with to get supernatural wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. 
And so if we're actually going to build heaven on the earth, how many guys know we, we want to see heaven on earth, right? It is the common motivator of the kingdom. It's not a Bill Johnson book. All right? And so, God bless Bill Johnson. I love that guy. Um, but he didn't make it up. This is not a marketing scheme. This is actually the will of the Father is that heaven would come to earth everywhere that there's hell on earth. And so it's our job to manifest. What does heaven look like? Well, it's got a culture. It's got a behavior. It's got a reality. It's got an outcome, right? And those outcomes are like perfect health zones and healing the sick and resurrection of the dead and casting out demons and living in the full vibrancy of love and peace and joy and all the fruit of the Spirit being activated through the gifts of the Spirit, yeah? We want more of that today than we had yesterday, amen? This is how we do it. Right now, we are stopped. Everyone say, I am here. I'm making a generality here. But this is where the body of Christ is. And we are living in confrontation between ideas we've created and connected with in the unseen realm and the tension it creates through the reality. How would we manifest those things in the seen realm? Everyone say we're in transition. So the real transition is this, is that faith is in confrontation with wisdom. Because faith is in the unseen, wisdom is in the seen, and they both need to be supernatural. And faith is like, I don't know if I like this blueprint you got going on, wisdom. Wisdom has a plan all of a sudden, and I've just been trying to have faith for an outcome. Yeah? By wisdom, he blueprinted the earth. Blueprinted the earth. There's a blueprint from heavenly places about your purpose. There's a blueprint in heavenly places about your business. There's a blueprint in heavenly places about your church that you're leading. There's a blueprint in heavenly places about your marriage. There's a blueprint we get to know how. And it's the spirit of wisdom that allows us to know how to build. So oftentimes, you know, a lot in the apostolic movement and the restoration that's happening in the last 20 years, we talk about the builder's anointing. Anyone ever been in a meeting where the builder's anointing is talked about? I've been there. It's, it's very much connected to the, to the apostolic. And then, and then everyone talks about investing in knowledge, just get the knowledge of God, but no one talks about wisdom, which is how. And so we are in a place where we're needing to know how to do the things that will manifest and build in a very physical realm from a supernatural source what we've discovered in love, hope, and faith. Here's the last thing I want here, and here's the thing I want you to walk away with. This is kind of refreshing. The Lord spoke to me yesterday that we sense in the unseen and we have intuition in the seen. Now, intuition is the idea that I know and have understanding without a logical path to get there. Anyone ever been there before? That's intuition. I can't tell you how I got to this conclusion, but I know that it's right. Has anyone ever been there and been wrong before? <laughs> That's intuition. Now, it's interesting because I was on a call with a client yesterday, the husband and wife, and they're literally turning a whole nation upside down right now for the kingdom. It's remarkable what they're doing. Remarkable what they're doing. And the wife was saying, Drew, you know, it's interesting because I always get really discouraged when I get around smart people. 
She's like, we're dealing with millions upon tens of millions of dollars in these projects and all these investors and different people and government people. She's like, and I just get like, oh, whatever. And we started going through this whole thing, like trying to figure out what was going on. And ultimately, it came down to the fact that this woman has a strong gift of supernatural intuition that she can never answer smart people's questions from. Anyone ever been there before? I've been at the table before where I knew what the, what the right thing to do was, but I couldn't tell them how I got there. Yeah. And so it's interesting because we've been talking about how to, you know, um, you know, how to redeem our senses, right? We've been calling our senses, you know, uh, prophetic data receptors. Yeah. In your senses is where you know things that God gives you data. You feel, you taste, you smell. You see, right? You hear. This is where I collect information in the spirit is through my senses. And so I sense I can acquire love, hope, and faith through prophetic data in my senses. But there's something new that has to be activated in the spirit, and it is our intuition. Because we need to know how to build into a profitable scenario. And God's going to begin to teach us how in a new way, which means we're going to have to activate a new access point for how we can interact with wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And so as a prophetic culture, we encourage you to sense. We even share that when we prophesy. I sense that this is true. I sense, I, I, I perceive that this is true, right? And, and somehow, some way, God's communicating with us. And this is a prophetic skill set. God's about to bring us into a new apostolic skill set that we haven't tasted of before. And we're about to access divine information of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge like we have never, ever seen. And it's going to come to us in a different way than our senses. And so the transfer, the beginning, or the access point of how we move from the unseen and into the seen is about redemption of our senses to redemption of our intuition. And so what is the thing that God wants to share with you that is true that you may not have a reasonable path to share with someone about how you got there? And how can we begin to practice this thing out in our life to test it and to judge that activity in our life? What are the baby steps we can take that say, God, how do I begin to ask for wisdom? James 1 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let them ask for wisdom. We're about to ask for wisdom in step number four like we've never done before. And as we do it, we can't just try to feel wisdom. You don't feel how to do things. We need to know how to do things. There's a difference. There's a little more on the line in wisdom, understanding, and knowledge because wisdom begins to measure. Wisdom says, well, we need to take two plus two then make it equal four. Then we need to divide it by two, then multiply it by three, and then add six, and then bring these other five, ten things around it, and the third year at this point, and then do these things. And, and, and it's, a, it's a plan that takes substance and puts it in order so that those who read it may run towards it. Habakkuk 2-2. 
write the vision, make it plain, that those who read it may run towards it. One of the reasons why we've not seen as much heaven as we would like to see on the earth is because wisdom hasn't been activated so that we know how to read it and know how to do it and run towards it. Which means we've been walking towards it. But we're about to run towards the reality of heaven on earth. Because wisdom's about to be activated in us like we've never seen before. That's going to allow for heaven to manifest on the earth like we've never seen before. Because we're about to know how to build churches. We're about to know how to build schools. We're about to know how to build transformation centers. We're about to know how to build a business. How to, come on somebody, how to build a family. We're about to know how to bring heaven into everything that we do like we've never seen before. It's remarkable. So my invitation for you, and thank you guys so much. Make some noise for my lovely volunteers and assistants. Thank you. The question we have to ask is, are we, are we willing to add to our skill set of how we interact with God from sensing and add intuition? And I'm giving you something pretty early and like, you know, meaning I don't have a lot of conclusions yet besides what I just gave you on that. But this is something we need to pray about. There are things. It's easy in the scripture to know when people just begin to know. And in their intuition, in the same way that we've taught people to redeem their senses, I believe we're going to begin to access wisdom, understanding, and knowledge when we're willing to allow God to redeem my intuition. So my invitation to you is let's pray and ask God, God, how does my intuition get redeemed? It's the access point for wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And I'm actually giving you an intuition right now. I can't tell you why that's true, but I know that it is. The Lord told it to me the other day, and it broke something open for this couple in a moment, and it was like, there it is. I've been looking for it. And the prophetic, we break, we break open the prophetic in our sensing. I believe we're going to break open the apostolic in our intuition. We break open the priestly anointing and our sensing. We break open the kingly anointing and our intuition. We break open the, the heart of the mother and our sensing. And we break open the heart of the father and our intuition. Come on, somebody. We break open the intuition of the, or the, we break open the anointing of the lamb through our sensing. And we break open the anointing of the lion in our intuition. Come on. Something available here that God's like wanting to bring us into. And I, and I really believe that wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, um, we need them like never before. Can we agree that we need those three things right now like never before? You know, we, we already have the message of love. Actually, the world has the message of love. Let's love everybody. The message is out there. People know already that they should love. Now, everyone's interpreting that very differently, aren't they? But they all are operating out of a revelation of their, of their own revelation of love, yeah? Everyone has a revelation of hope. They're perceiving the world. Something good is happening in the future. 
And it might be connected to a political party. It might be connected to, I don't know what it's connected to. I don't know where the people put their hope in these days if they don't know the Lord. But I tell you what, people do. They have a perception of the future, right? They have a worldview. And they also have a declaration about what specifically it's going to look like. But I don't see even the world having wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Or even believing that they have a revelation of that. I literally believe that we are on the, on, the, on the precipice of one of the greatest outpourings of spiritual awakening that we've ever seen before. And it's going to have everything to do with wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And, I, and I'm giving you my intuition right now. But I will tell you this. The Lord did say over our house that there was a restoration of words of wisdom that God was going to do through Gen 1. And it was going to be of national and international profile. Right? Dan McCollum, 2018, at Zion Church, he spent a whole service basically mandating us that in the way that Sean Bowles had restored words of knowledge and the way that Bill Johnson had restored the goodness of God, that God was going to elevate us in this house as the restorers of words of wisdom. This is, I just gave you the problem, and we're exploring the answer. And I believe the access point to the wisdom that we need to restore is founded in redemption of intuition. And we're going to explore this thing out. We're going to understand this. And I believe that this is also the key to open up the whole realm of the apostolic. It's going to open up the father heart in a way like we've never seen. The kingly anointing. It's going to open up these things. The, the lion anointing that we need. And then we're going to live in the tension of both of these worlds at the same time. And it's going to be mature. It's going to be complete. And it's going to dignify the whole world with value. It's going to be remarkable. The last 20 years was about understanding heaven. And we had the conclusion that heaven was going to come to earth, but we needed to become aware of the reality of heaven. Can I get a big amen? Would you guys agree with that, that we're more aware of the culture of heaven right now than we've ever been? We can define it. You guys can all define it. You've seen miracles. You've tasted of a heavenly reality, and you realize that it's missing on the earth. Well, how do we begin to actually get this thing on the earth and it not just be more church services? Wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. This is how we're going to do it. And so we've had movements of love, movements of hope, and movements of faith. And we're about to see movements of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And it's going to be the new foundation of what the Lord does. Isn't that exciting? That's something to pray about, isn't it? Something to get in our hearts and in our spirits. God, how do we, how in the way that we have redeemed our senses, how do we begin to redeem our intuition? I'd invite you guys to pray about that. Let me know what you find out. Let me know what you hear from the Lord. Let's discover this anointing together and see what the Lord wants to do through that. Can I get a big amen? Can I pray for you real quick? Father, I thank you right now for everyone in the room. I thank you for the anointing that's in the room, the apostolic grace that's in the room, the wisdom that's in the room. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're taking us from a place to a new place. I, if I would have had more time, I would have talked from, that we're moving from another, to another glory. We're going from the glory of the unseen into the glory that is seen. Christ in me is the hope 
of glory. If glory's going to show in the earth, it's got to get out of me. If glory's going to show in the earth, it's got to get out of me because Christ in me is the hope or the expectation of glory in the future, and it's going to happen in the four corners of the earth. If it's going to happen in the four corners of the earth, it has to be founded in wisdom. Because earthly things are founded in wisdom. They begin in wisdom. And so, Father, I thank you right now for the opportunity to dream into a new path, a new understanding, an expansive skill set, Father, and mindset about what it means to manifest heaven on earth in a new season of glory. Father, I thank you, God, that the disciples fished all night, but in a moment, Jesus said, cast your nets on the other side. And so, Father, right now, I feel like we're in a cast your nets on the other side moment. And, God, we're going to trust you. God, we're going to trust you. It doesn't make sense. I can't explain to you why it makes sense. But it is absolutely true that there are schools of fish on the other side. And so, Father, I thank you right now for the guts. I thank you for the faith, the hope, and the love that's gotten us to where we are right now. And, Lord, right now, we choose to trust you and cast our nets on the other side. We do it, God, to discover new glory in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name.